0: Hi there and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and I wanna thank you so much for being here and being a proactive parent and getting the resources that you need to let your child live their most fulfilling and independent life possible. When my own son was diagnosed with autism, I was told to drug him and try behavioral therapies and there was nothing else that we could do for him but manage his symptoms the rest of his life. But I didn't wanna do that. Fortunately, my background in craniosacral therapy of now 30 years let me know that the brain can and does heal but i didn't know that much about autism what i did know is that i didn't want to just mask the symptoms with dangerous drugs i wanted to find the causes and work with them naturally and fast forward it took me a decade and a lot of time and effort but today my son is no longer diagnosable with autism after being told it could not happen So I'm here to share with you valuable resources to save you the time and some of the expense that I had to spend to figure it out and to help you let your child lead to their best results possible. Every child's level of recovery is different, but we know that children who couldn't sleep through the night are sleeping now through the night and happily. Their immune systems are now strong where they were once sick all the time. Children who were nonverbal and their parents were told they could never speak are now speaking. Children who were getting D's and F's in school are getting A's and B's. And those that were so anxious all the time and couldn't sit still and and were uncomfortable in their own bodies are now calm and happy and relaxed. And they're leading fulfilling and independent lives with friends. This is what we want for our kids. So I'm here to share the resources with you so that you can get the best results for your child the best possible. And you can start that right now with my free download of this top seven foods to eliminate beginning today of the top foods that are the most inflammatory and toxic that are contributing to those physical and behavioral symptoms of autism that your child is having. They're making his life uncomfortable. So you can get that right now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods And feel free to share that with anybody you know who would be interested. And I will also link to it in today's show notes. There's, of course, a lot more than diet, but this is something you could start doing today that will begin to reduce those symptoms. And I'm happy to share everything I can with you. So right now, let's dive into today's episode. In our last episode, number 165, I talked all about adrenal fatigue And at the end of that episode, I talked about how this next one would be about the adrenals because the adrenals and the thyroid directly affect each other and their ability to function properly. So in episode 165, which is our last one, you can go back and listen to more on the adrenal fatigue issue. If you happen to miss that episode, it's there in the archives for you. And uh, today's episode number 166 will also be archived, and you can always get the hyperlink to the the episode at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash and the episode number, today's number 166. So uh, the last one again was 165. Today we're going to be talking about natural solutions to thyroid imbalance. Now, before I throw you off too much, I wanna just give a little bit of background, a little teeny bit of scientific background on thyroid because it's really important to understand this and even most medical practitioners do not test properly for it. They, they often miss the differences between something called T3 and T4 in thyroid. So before I go on to some causes and solutions, I just wanna give you a brief piece on this. So low levels of iodine and other nutritional deficiencies as well as certain drugs can cause the conversion of T4, which is thyroxine and which is also the lesser active thyroid hormone into T3, which is the necessary active form to become blocked. So T3 is about three times more potent than T4. Clinical symptoms, the entire endocrine system and nutrition is all to be evaluated. It's possible to have a subclinical condition, which is really difficult to detect. So symptoms can very much be your best guide. So nutrient deficiencies, medications, including birth control pills and diet, all play a role in an ability for thyroid hormones to convert to their active states. Pesticides, fluoride, Mercury and lead are among the strong factors. And we know our children with autism have issues with heavy metal uh, toxicity. It's very, very common. And often parents do as well. Certain foods can be contributing factors to the alteration of T4 to T3 conversion. Soy is a food that is associated with blocking this conversion and reduces the ability of the thyroid to function. The artificial sweeteners sucralose, like Splenda and aspartame, also create weaknesses in organs, such as the liver, that diminish nutrients needed by the thyroid. Internal stressors, such as inflammation, also contribute to thyroid disorders. If the adrenal glands are imbalanced, there may be an imbalance in cortisol levels. T3 only gets into the cells if there's enough cortisol. So then this is our association with the adrenal glands. Remember we talked about adrenals and cortisol. And again, you can go back and listen to that episode to get further depth on that again. So hyperthyroidism is an overactive thyroid. It can cause symptoms such as nervousness, anxiety, rapid heart rate, sweating, fatigue, heat intolerance, hyperactivity, increased appetite, eye disorders, tremors, and weight loss. And for this reason, the high quality lab diagnostics, including that gliadin testing, testing, which I also talked about in the last episode, it's a derivative, gliadin is a derivative of gluten. So if you do the saliva adrenal test, which again is done in four increments throughout the day, not just once a day, because if you measure through blood that's one time a day or if you measure anything that's once a day in the day, you are not getting the these level variations that happen throughout the day, which is very, very important. So this saline saliva adrenal test is very important to do if you want accurate uh, readability on how your uh, adrenals are doing. and then specific thyroid tests also have to measure for free T three. Your doctor must be savvy on this or your results will not be accurate. So anyway, this this gliadin test is nice because it, it does test also for your body's ability to digest gluten and your gluten intolerance levels. Because again, gluten is very, very inflammatory and messes with the gut, which we'll talk about how that goes with this here in a moment too. Thyroid disorders are commonly found in those with autoimmune issues, and autism lies right on the edge of being called an autoimmune issue. So our kids are hypersensitive to these kinds of things. In one study, which I will link to in the show notes, 14% of those with celiac disease, which is a severe gluten allergy, were also found to have autoimmune thyroid issues. 10.3% with hypothyroid, low thyroid, and 3.7% with hyperthyroid, which is uh, overactive thyroid. Inflammation, which again, we know our children with autism uh, really have a lot of inflammation in their body. Inflammation lowers the body's ability to convert T4 to T3. The solution is to be sure the patient is getting T3 along with T4. The genetic mutation of the MTHFR gene mutation, again, we talked about that in the last episode, but it is methylation, and that gene mutation causes issues with uh, the ability for the body to detoxify properly. This can cause the thyroid to become hypothyroid. That's again, low thyroid. Testing for this may be helpful, but know that environmental toxins also affect the thyroid greatly. The the liver is the organ of detoxification, which I've talked in many episodes about it being very, very congested in children with autism. Again, their detox pathways aren't working properly, so we need to get those working properly to get them to better health, which gives them better ability to think clearly, sleep better, control their moods, all of the above for the behavioral aspects that they work with. A weaker congested liver will cause hormone imbalances That affect the glands, including the thyroid and parathyroid. Additionally, if the adrenals are weak, then the thyroid will begin to suffer. So let's talk about balancing the thyroid. The three needed elements to convert T4 to that active active form T3 are selenium, iodine, and L-tyrosine, which is just an amino acid. There must be a sufficient amount of each in the body to enable the conversion process to take place properly. Iodine is one of the most needed nutrients for the thyroid. Additional help can come from zinc, vitamins A, C, D, E, B12, B5, and B6, and alpha lipoic acid. They're all crucial components as well as omega-3 fatty acids acids, which also increase thyroid hormone transfer to the brain. Now there's a side special piece to thyroid imbalance and it's called Hashimoto's. So in the case of Hashimoto's disease, iodine levels may be too high. So Hashimoto's disease is the term used when there is an autoimmune reaction causing the immune system to attack the thyroid. It causes hypothyroid or low thyroid function, but it has the addition of the autoimmune reaction. Every autoimmune illness has three necessary triggers. One are genes, two are environmental gene triggers, including stress. So when the adrenal glands sense stress, they weaken the thyroid, they cause the thyroid to slow down by reversing T3. And again, gluten can be a big trigger here too. We talk about that gluten-free, casein-free diet, and there are so many reasons why to remove that food from your your diet and your child's diet. The third one is intestinal permeability. And we've talked before about leaky gut. Gluten, again, causes a lot of intestinal permeability because it is so inflammatory. In the case of Hashimoto's, adding iodine can make the problem worse, not better. It's important to do an iodine test to know that you are low before supplementing with it. So that testing can be important. Hashimoto's is known to have a connection with celiac and gluten sensitivities. Going gluten-free can actually reverse thyroid problems. People with Hashimoto's also have low stomach acid. So also known as GERD or acid reflux is a common symptom as is the loss of hair and fatigue. Contrary to common belief, those with acid reflux are actually in need of more hydrochloric stomach acid, or HCL. So too little HCL can inhibit the absorption of vital nutrients, such as B vitamins and iron, causing additional fatigue. This is, again, iron from food sources, which is your best, not from supplementing. The toxic alcohol called acetaldehyde released from candida overgrowth. We've talked about that before, too. This prevents T4 from becoming T3. So, again, working with the gut and getting the candida balance is very, very important. Cleaning up the gut, being gluten free, are great ways in assisting the balancing of the thyroid. And there's a supplement from called MetaGest from the company MetaGenics, and you can find it online and in health health food stores. Um, but it's a quality product containing uh, betaine and pepsin, which will naturally assist in building HCl or hydrochloric acid, and this will also help reduce fatigue and dizziness after meals if that happens. Betaine with pepsin can also be found in most health food stores as a separate type of supplement. Just always be sure you're getting something quality that does not have any fillers or gluten or anything else in it, and it's non-GMO. In a past episode, we talked about the liver and the gallbladder needing to work properly to convert the needed essential fatty acids and alpha-lipoic acid as a key component in detoxification. When these are affected, the body cannot utilize these nutrients and it trickles down to the thyroid. There are also many things that prevent the necessary hormone conversions to take place. To help the body with conversion of T4, one of the most helpful prescriptions is called natural desiccated thyroid hormone. This is a swine thyroid glandular derivative. Yes, swine, like in pigs, it comes from pigs it's the closest known human glandular closest known to human glandular form that's why they use that particular one form from swine it naturally contains both t4 and t3 so be sure you're not getting any generic forms of this natural medication because the results are not consistent and of course of course dosages in any form must be correct with the help of a qualified professional One of the most common synthetic prescription medications is called Synthroid, which is only T4. So be sure to avoid that. And sometimes your practitioner will want to put you on that because they might not know better or know about the natural form. So it's very important to make sure you're on the right thing and for the right dosage. And there are a lot of steps, of course, to take to balance the thyroid and the adrenal glands, such as detoxification and clearing pathogens from the body. Because we really ultimately need to reduce inflammation and the adrenal stressors and the internal stressors. But it begins with healing up the gut to help balance the immune system. Again, I've talked before about the gut controls about 80% of the immune system. So a weak gut is going to make your immune system weak. Now there are many things as we just mentioned to do, but diet is the first place to start. And we've already talked about gluten, but there are other foods that should be eliminated from your child and your child's diet today. And I know with children, it can they can have picky eating and they can they and you can literally be addicted to these foods. Your body is addicted to them. So it's a slow weaning process. Be kind to yourself as you're trying to remove them because at first it can be a little challenging. But I've got a free download for you. It's a free guide to the top seven highest inflammatory foods to begin reducing from your diet with information on each of them about more about why. So you know, because I think the more education we have, the more responsibility we take because we know more about why we're doing it. So our, our brain naturally wants us to help ourselves feel better, be better, help our children. So with that understanding, it can be really, uh, I think, help us to take action and keep that implementation working uh, continuously. Uh, you can get the free guide at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods And I will also be adding this to the show notes again, which will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 166. I hope this information has been helpful for you. Um, Children knowing that children with autism often suffer from adrenal issues and thyroid issues. And parents were under a lot of challenging stressors. And we can also be usually stressing from, uh, be challenged with these stressors as well and have these issues. So it's important to take care of yourself as well as your child on this journey. I hope this is helpful and I will see you next time.